Welcome back to another episode of the Drop the Contest edition. Once again, we'll catch up with Jake the Snake Patterson on his home turf, live in 3D, catching up on all things the West Australian Margaret River Pro. New winner on the men's side of the draw, Gabriel Medina taking out his first title at Margaret River. Carissa Moore getting it done for the third time. Nevertheless, though, a few years in between drinks for Carissa, so she'll be stoked to get her name on the stairs again. We're going to go through Snake's come-ups for the events, some letdowns, some sus judging calls, and some sus commentary calls, which there was plenty of them. Let's get into a, uh, another fun episode with the Snake Man. Snake, if I'm honest, I do not know where to begin because this week just brought me so much joy. <laughs> How good was it? Finally, some waves for the tour. Best well, event all year. Has well, to be. Has to be. It, without a doubt. It might be the best. It might still be the, the best event for the whole year. Like The forecast was amazing. And the way that it ran out, three days off the bat, they haven't done that in so long. Definitely not this year. This year, they have never done a day one start. And we've got three days off the bat. A few days to um, you know test the local produce around town, <laughs> and then wrap it up in what was an amazing finals day. I'll tell you what, they could have finished straight off the bat if they had run more that first day of the women's. Mm. If they had run the second round, which they the waves were easily good enough compared to what they ran in. So, but anyway, it's all history now, Stace. It is. It is. Uh, tell me this: we finished in really challenging conditions. Today was four to six feet, clean as a whistle, super fun. Uh, what would you prefer for a world tour event? Yeah, I, I would have thought finishing today for sure. It was, it was more, it would have been way more even for the best surfers. You know, mm. all sitting in the same spot, mm. and and the conditions today were absolutely amazing. Yeah. I know yesterday was it was solid. It was eight to ten foot, mm. really challenging. Like not many good ones. That was the overlapping thing. What I really didn't understand were running forty minute overlapping heats instead of fifty or maybe even sixty. I mean, they, they had so much time, but. It was challenging, 20 minutes with priority and then 20 minutes without. And, and uh, two of those quarterfinal heats, the only one score in the excellent range or one counting score in two of those heats in under priority. So I was a bit baffled, but, you know, again, Stace, it's all done, mate. It is, it is all done. I would rather finish in what we finished in than today. Uh, and to, just, for the, just for the fact of it, it brought in that unpredictability, like you said, it did take out some of the good surfers. But as soon as we woke up in that morning and I saw how junky it was, for me, Medina just became the clear favourite. It, oh. it just neutralised everyone. And his ability to read the ocean and make sense of those type of conditions just fell so into his wheelhouse. It no, was, I, thought really it was John. To lose. I thought John was going to walk away with it easily mm. because of those big, challenging, fat, big sections. And he was getting huge scores for like... A huge carve and a closeout turn for eight points all events. So I just thought he was going to walk away with it easy, but that didn't happen, did it? Stace? No, there was a couple of surprises there. It was, uh, it was, it was a great day. I mean, there was a certain to me at Margaret says a certain level of predictability that I could, I was, I was ready for a change up. You know, it was I, I wouldn't norm, you would never see a local hero out there like dominating on a day like that. I feel like that's where you get to see how good the CT guys really are. Oh, yeah, I think we had five wild cards in the event for the men's. And, um, well, the women's, Bronte showed her local knowledge and made the semis. But, yeah, it just showed from the men's side, like the wild cards didn't really bother the bother the CT guys at all. Jacob Wilcox put on a pretty good show. Um, Jezza did pretty good, threw up a couple nice scores. But, 
Yeah, the, the, I mean, the tour guides are there for a reason, obviously, because of their of their level, and um, they really did show, shine when the waves were pretty good. Mm, absolutely. A lot of cut athletes this week. Uh, we can go through the full list, but on the women's side in particular, a lot of big names being cut. Sally, Courtney, and then even Steph and Lakey only just squeaking in after what was a pretty, uh, pretty radical week. So not making the cut. Officially, it was Breeza Hennessy, Sally Fitzgibbons, Courtney Conalogue, Isabella Nichols, Macy Callahan, and Sophie McCulloch. Of course, Teresa Bonvalo was the uh, injury replacement, so she wasn't ever really going to get a start at this event anyway. And then Joanne DeFay, who surfed but had been injured for the start of the year, uh, didn't make the cut. However, Joanne and Breeza were given the wild card. So Joanne's got the wild card that starts straight away and can score points for the rest of the year. That's what Gabriel Medina got last year. Yep. And Breeza Hennessy has got the wild card that starts at 2024. So if I'm Breeza, I'm kind of cheering. She's got a whole... She has six months off to yeah. go, okay, cool. I didn't make it. This is where my weaknesses are. This is where my strengths are. And for me... It's such a good opportunity to get almost like a little career break. You, you don't get afforded them too often. Definitely not. Like I know um, Steph was going to do it a few years ago when COVID hit and that was her break. But she wanted to have a year off basically because of the burnout. Obviously that, you know, she's been on tour for like, um, I don't know, 20 years or something. She's won eight world titles. So, um, yeah, and COVID came along and she had that year's break anyway. Now she's fired back up and ready to go. But you know, for those guys, like <clears throat> from the women's side and then even from the men's side, you know, it, it is pretty taxing. Maybe not so much now that the tour has changed like it has because it is, you get a huge break after, you know, the, if you make the top five. If you don't make top five, you've got an even longer break. So, I don't know. I, I come, I'm kind of liking the structure the way it is. It's kind of like still a little bit baffling they're not finishing apart for me because it's, it's such a way to win. You know, you look at the world titles that Mick won, um, all, the, all the Brazilians from that, from you mm. know, Adriano won pipe and won the world title. Yeah. Um, Atello won pipe, won the world title. Yep. Gabby won the world title, won pipe. You know, it's such a way to finish. I guess they just don't want to finish. You know, like the way the some of these years can go. People can win the world title three events beforehand. So I guess that's a, that's why they're doing it. It is a crazy one. I guess they've got contracts they need to uphold. There's an amazing set of stories um, that Vaughan Blakey and Sean Doherty did on the Swellians podcast. If you haven't heard them, they're unbelievable. Go and check them out. They're just talking about the, the Paco and uh, Mick Fanning world title years and those battles. And it's um, they just made me, after listening to those stories, just exactly what you said, just that finishing at pipe it just has it just holds so much water but we've got one more year of trestles and then i'm not too sure what the plan is after that but i definitely wait with um bated breath because <laughs> um you know you look at a surfer like jiao where he is now he's having a proper world title year oh yeah he's re really really just outstanding the, the the start of the year that he's had three semis and a first are his counting results which is just it's remarkable to think where he's come from. Yeah, he's like he didn't make the cut last year. He was at Margaret's crying on the stairs, going, "What happened to my career?" And now look at him—he's like number one in the world by like he's beating all the top dogs by you know three thousand points. Yeah, it's incredible and and well deserved, mind you. And then saying that all those heats he lost last year, he was way way up there in the points. He would have won every other heat mm. in those two heats he lost to John. So. You know, good on him, I say. It's pretty sick. I mean, that top, the, the ratings right now, the top seven is phenomenal. And Ryan is in eighth and uh, Yago in ninth. 
and then Leo in 10th. The top 10 is unbelievable. So it's going to be a crackerjack finish to try and find out who's going to make that top five. And Gabby's sitting in seventh and John in sixth. So what's going to happen here? I mean, Jack is injured in third right now. If he doesn't make the pull, it's going to be pretty heavy. It's going to be tricky. I was talking to Matt Bemrose on the stairs down there and might uh, chuck in a little sound bite. On the stairs with Matt Bemrose, Bemmy, if this was a regular year, Jow would almost have the world title in his hands. Yeah, what is it? It's a first, a second and two thirds. Throws away the ninth from Bells. I mean, it's one of those years, right? Beautiful fucking start to the year. Both our boys, Jack and Joel. Now, Jack won this event last year. He's, he's at home. Well, he's not at home, but he's in one of his homes. Resting up, training up. He's going to come into this next one, fired up. And we got, <laughs> and Yago too, like in the wave pool, bro. He's a special to win that thing. So we could go Vulcan one, two, three. I reckon that'd be pretty good. You, you owed it, mate. You've been grinding hard for 20 yes. years. Probably fucking close to 50. That's what I feel Look right it. <laughs> Rich. Tell me about Jow. Like some kid, you chuck a pun on him. Obviously he's strong in Hawaii. And then to see his whole surfing come on the way mm. it has, like nowhere near the hype that say a Jack had or even a Yago. Does, it, does that give that, you know, the Aussie underdog in you just a whole lot of blood rushing to your loins? Uh, I mean, I mean, the start of the year, he's a real, he was a real confident kind of person. You know, those those people that feed off their own confidence. And Joao's one of those guys. And, you know, the start of the year is an amazing one. He's going to go to this backhand, pretty fucked up, pretty fired up. And, you know, the event before Trestles is Chopu. And he's thinking about that thing. And if it's big and it's gnarly, oh, it's going to be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> You're a busy man, Bemi. What do you do for the back half of the year? What events are you going to? We've got to go back to home, which is the Snapper. I'm going to do that one. I've got a couple of people flying out I've got to help work with in the Vulcan squad. And then Narrabeen. Then I'm going straight to the Wave Pool, which is a good one. It's only two days. Beautiful. <laughs> Love the cut for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then you know, I'll be going pretty hard. Um, definitely J-Bay uh, and, and Chopu and then the final. So I won't fucking see home for a long time. <laughs> Better win a world title. Hey, <laughs> <You> fuckers. <laughs> uh, Jack back for the surf ranch? Yeah, he's back. He's back. Speaking of him every day, he's getting stronger. He's going to be back. He's fired up. You know, watching this from a distance has probably been a good thing because, you know, he's been in the events for the last three years or four years or whatever it is. But seeing it from a different point of view is giving him so much hunger and he's just going to come in the back end just going, oh, 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 oh let's rock and roll. <laughs> Indeed. Love you, Bemi. Okay, love you, boys. So, yeah, we heard from Bemi there. He's confirmed Robbo is back, without a doubt, in the pool. Now, Bemi is a master of smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he, he got me, he's got me convinced. And I think if there is a time for anyone to have an injury, it's a, such a bummer that Jack wasn't here this event. He's all over the posters, obviously the local hero down here. But I feel like if there wasn't a, a time to have an event off, it, 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 you know, probably about as well as you could have timed it. To get, to get back to full speed. Oh, yeah. I mean, having to ha- miss your home a break, though, the defending champion, that's, it's not a time to have it off. You have to have it off. Yep. Like an injury has to be dealt with. So yep. he's, went, he's, went and he's gone and done it, I guess. Um, so I'm hoping to see him back because I don't want to see him drop out of the top five because of an injury. That would be pretty sad. So, But I tell you what, the pool coming up next, look at the guys that excel. Like Gabby is a master at the pool. Philippe's a master at the pool. I'm worried about Joel at the pool. Like, not enough experience, not enough things. Griff's done a third place, I think, in the pool before. Ethan actually had a fifth, I think, last yep. time the pool ran. So 
he's uh, picked up his act. Um, you know, Yago's pretty good at the pool, so. It's guys like Yago and Ryan that could really tighten up this even more. Because I think it's surfers like Jack and Jow who, who will need to really lift coming into that event because they, they'll no doubt get huge scores on the right. It's just figuring out the left for them and, and they need to be scoring north of seven and a half points and that is so hard to do. Yeah, we were talking about that just before we started, wasn't it? All the natural footers, all those top guys are really elite on the, on the right kind of thing. Even Gabby on his backhand on that right is amazing. But... The left is where it comes down to, and Gabby is the trickster. Like he mm. can start with a punt, a spin halfway through, and then finish with a flip. So he's getting the same score on the right and the left, which is huge. It's massive. It's massive. But yeah, as we saw with the women, a couple of massive names not making the cut. On the men's side, obviously no bigger name than Kelly Slater not making the cut. Along with Kelly not making it, it was Samuel Pupo, Nat Young, Jackson Baker, Miguel Pupo. Kelly at 27th, Michael Rodriguez, Maxime Husineau, Jake Marshall, Colohe Andino, Zeke Lau, Carlos Munez, Jadson and Ramsey both heavily injured. All of those surfers not making the cut. And it is with absolutely no surprise that we confirm Kelly has the wild card starting at the Wave Pool event. Poor old Jadson and Ramsey. I want to see a surf off at Pipe for the wild card or something like that at the start of the year, but Kelly not making the tour just really stunk that up, didn't it? I mean, if Kelly had made it, it would have been probably a surf-off, you would have thought, because I think Miguel definitely did deserve the wild card yep. ahead of those two guys, but yep. a surf-off for those would have been pretty exciting, like oh, the Leo and Mikey so back exciting. at the other year. But yep. anyway, it's... You know what that reminded me of and, and just made me think how gangster Mick Fanning is? was the year that he decided to, to take off, and he, I think he chalked up a third and a fifth or really a second and a fifth some really strong results and he didn't need to take the injury yeah, wild card yeah, off yeah. Bede. yeah i think that was uh he went and did that he right? went and he did just it. went i'm going to come back um, so i don't need to take one uh. legendary yeah unfortunately kelly couldn't quite pull that off i'm sure it would have been his intentions to do that he was definitely but in, trying. in saying that um yeah it's, it's obviously had a huge impact on ramsey's career and, and ramsey is he's really back to the drawing board now which is Heavy. Well, he can't. He's not going to be surfing the Gold Coast all or in Sydney event. So, yeah, that's pretty heavy. Mm. But yeah. it's, uh, it happens to the best of them in every, every sport. So totally, he'll be back. He's too strong now. He knows what it takes to make it and stuff. I think he's going to be a force to deal with. His rehab looks like it's coming along really, really well too. So, mm. getting back to Kelly though, I think that's the best I've ever seen him surf at Mainbreak. Oh God, I just I hated seeing him riding five seven when it was eight foot. Mm. it's just like he was having to nurse it he was doing some crazy bottom turns but just couldn't quite use the power to get out in the face and do a huge curve he's so powerful and his technique is incredible mm. a little 6-1 pintail please just just you know what I mean normal fins slip one under his arm on the way ride down ride a quad who cares yeah. but just ride a pintail mm. so he can actually turn hard mm. like he was he was serving really fast, and but you go back through all his footage on, on that whole event, he did some really nice turns in the pocket, so on, but it was all like tail popping out, sliding, and, and, his, and his timing and ability was why he got away with it. Mm. He didn't, like everyone else, was just laying on big rails and throwing big calves. Like Ethan like had one good heat all event, finished fifth, and just because he was carving up and making it look nice, and, mm. and Kelly was struggling. On his equipment. He was running a squash tail 5.7, I think. It was like tiny little surfboards. But anyway, yeah. that's Kelly. He loves doing that stuff. Drawing different lines, trying to. But Margaret's, is, Margaret's ride is not the spot to do it. But 
Are we going to go to like how many uh, how many heats they could have run at the box for this event if they could have if they wanted to? We'll save that. For our, we'll save that for our letdowns. Let's get into some, <laughs> let's let's get into some come up. There's so many come ups. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin. Um, firstly, for me, just the whole the whole time I've been here has just been so enjoyable. Started off um, up this way, hanging out with you guys, surf rabbits a couple times. Got absolutely flogged, still digging sand out of my ears. Um, got to see Carl Walsh and Jay Davies just in their element, owning it. And then the comp fired up straight away and it was firing. And then there was some obviously some epic free surfs at the box. And the performances in the comp were crazy. So I, I'd really, I could go on all day about how sick this comp was. Should I say it? West is best? What? Sure. <laughs> the weather was good too. I mean, it was 27, 28 degrees at one of the... Well, chilly mornings, we're rocking up in booties and, and uh, hoodies and, and beanies. But then, like, in the middle of the day, it was 28 degrees, light winds, beautiful. Couldn't, get, couldn't peel the layers off uh, quick enough. But uh, on the performance side of things, who kind of jumped off the page uh, for you at this event? Uh, a couple of goofy footers, mind you. Like, in the early rounds, um, Yago, um, Connor O'Leary probably was the standout for me in the goofy footers. Obviously, Gabby, but he kind of, like, weaseled, not weaseled, that's a bad word, but... Um, just kind of made his way through I to the quarters, mean. and then yeah. like finals day, he just went, "Okay, today's my day. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to win," and he really did step it up from quarterfinals on. But um, Conor Leary was on, on fire, and Yago had one heat that he blew everyone apart, like had two huge scores. But I think Conor like is stepping up to be one of those, you know, like he's, I think it was his first year on tour, like really high performance, and like I just love the way he surfs on his backhand and the forehand. Mind you, he's only big turns. Like, he doesn't cheat on any of his turns. So, um, he's got three quarterfinals to his name. Which so, he's is 11th solid. in the world. He's had three quarters back to back. And talking with him when he got eliminated, he was furious. Absolutely furious. And it is, it is so awesome to see yeah. that he was furious because it's the, the beliefs there now that, hey, Fifths, for me, they need to be semis into finals, which he did look like a final surfer this event, for sure. I reckon he would have been if it had a run today yeah, because of his backhand so sharp. I reckon yeah. the goofy footers would have dominated today because they get an extra turn on that right mm. and they can go so tight, and he was in form. So. But anyway, yeah. it wasn't. Here in the Red Bull Athletes, I'm Conor O'Leary. Connor, what do you make of that heat, mate? Yeah, it was a tricky one. It's pretty wobbly out there, and... Um, Kind of struggled in the bump a bit, but yeah, I just didn't give myself enough opportunity. It was a pretty slow heat, but um, yeah, we kind of, he just got the edge of that first one on his six and I was inside, but I got it on the head, so more to work on, but um, yeah, stay for the quarters. Saw your belt one in your free surf. How, how does it sort of, how's the frustration there, knowing you can put it together out there, but it just didn't happen in your 40 minutes? Yeah, I just think I, I had a certain type of wave that I was looking for, and I got a few this morning, so I was like, okay, they're out there, but... Um, and yeah, it was a slow heat, and every way that I looked at kind of was real wobbly. And yeah, I just I just wasn't on my back foot enough. And um, yeah, it's really frustrating. And you know, quarters is great, but I've had three now in a row, and want to get you know go further. So yeah, it's a bummer, but yeah, um, I'm knocking at the door, and yeah, hopefully I'll push through. But it's funny, it was six months ago, 12 months ago, he, he was a surfer that if you had have told him, hey, mate, you can start the year with three-fifths, he would have, where do I sign? Yeah, yeah, He would yeah. have been so, you know, and it's just awesome to see. We've obviously seen this massive transformation at the top with Jow, but then surfers like that in the middle, that are also having, like, that's career best form. 
three-fifths. It's so hard to make one heat on the tour, <laughs> let alone get three quarters in a row. So I think that, um, you know, it, it, it's so cool to see him because he hasn't had the smoothest run. He's been on tour, off tour, lost sponsor, getting getting hooked up again. Like, it's, yeah. Change coaches. Like, he's, yeah. he's been shopping around a bit. Dog's yep. doing a great job with him, I reckon. So yep. him and Ryan... Little sparring partners is pretty good for their backhand and stuff. So yep. it's great to see. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's really happening. And then I, I can't really go past the Griffin, John, John, um, Sammy. Like that was just, Griffin mentioned it in his post interview, you know, like he was trying to play into John's game, write a few small waves and get some scores on the board. And then he had to just go, hang on a minute. This is, I'm <laughs> never, never going to beat this guy doing this. And, um, you know, the patience paid off. Yeah. And the, his execution was spot on. Yeah. Beating, uh, well, in my eyes, John is the goat for Margaret's. Like, mm. he changed the way people surf that right mm. and changed the equipment that people rode at the right. And and uh, and Griff just um, had one of those heats. It's it's great to see that he just dominated and, and put John in a combo, which is, it, I don't reckon it'll ever happen again at Margaret's right. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, then we'll, be, we'll be waiting a really long time. I can't see that happening ever again. He just, he just got out of rhythm and he was, he didn't seem, you know, too overwhelmed with any kind of major errors that he made. He's sort of that was his strategy to ride some smaller waves and try and surf them up, and and it didn't go to plan. And he kind of, he, you know, obviously you can't do much more than that was his rotation, and that's kind of how it went down. But it does make for a really really interesting, like you mentioned, top seven. Yeah. Who who do you think is is not making it at this point? <laughs> that's the gutsiest call you've that's a that's a tough question dude it is so tough i mean i don't know i i i honestly if jack doesn't jack's in trouble i'm calling if he doesn't come back a hundred percent if he comes back too early he's going to be in big trouble and he re-injures his knee he's not making top five yeah I, I can't see joel come getting knocked out can't see philippe not getting knocked out griffin i can't see losing and so i'm, I'm calling this one spot in the top five, so between Ethan, John, and Gabby, who's going to make that top five? Crazy, it's so nuts. I, I said at the start of the year, pencil John and Gabe in. That's just a lock. And looking at the ratings now, it's like I would have never had them at you know six and seven at this point in the year. That is so so tight. Mm, it's it's going to be exciting, and this is exactly what the WSL want. They want an extra bit of excitement with the cut, and then the the, the mid. I mean, to make top five, and then obviously the grand finale of of the world title happening in a day it's like crazy come on bring on best three heats for to all of the top five run it over two days who cares yeah, run it over two days would be sick yeah run I'll, it over I'll, two days and then cool. everyone gets best of three heats because and you get to build into it yeah but it's like brutal like the last year was brutal watching who rock up kanoa like his best friend's dad died you know and then he's trying to comfort his mate and then have to paddle out for a world title kind of heat mm. And oh, for sure it's a world title heat. Yeah. Ethan went out there, didn't catch a wave for 12 minutes yeah. or something like that, picked the wrong wave, and By then 30 gone. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then, yeah. you know, that was it. Your whole year, you know, fourth mm. place. Yeah. And then Jack did the same thing, you know. It was yeah. pretty... It is. It's, it's, it's cutthroat. But I think as, as well as what the WSL are doing with building the drama and stuff like that, I think that younger athletes, Ethan... I mean, all these guys, Ethan, Griffin, Jow, and Jack, are doing such a good job at keeping Philippe, Gabe, and John honest. And you can, you can notice that in Gabby's strategy. Oh. Gabby, in a few of his heats, 
was not taking these guys that were rated lower than him lightly. He was sitting and waiting, like York-style game plan. Yeah, sitting and waiting for the better waves and executing. And you could see how much it meant to him when he did that. I think he didn't ride a lot of waves this contest. The opening round baffled me. Mm. He just went, well, that's not him. That's not the way he surfs. He uses mm. his ability to, to squash people kind of thing and mm. ride a lot of waves. And he just went, no, no, I'm gonna, I've been watching all these young guys. This is what they do. They wait mm. for the best wave yep. and then they deliver. Like That's how strong they are. And that's what Gabby did. And you mentioned it in the interview with him and just went, yeah, you've been learning from the young guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the coaches are, are on here, mate. And yeah. yeah, that's right, Ron. And what really impressed me, uh, Gabe, was uh, you surfed that heat like Mick Fanning, waited for the two best waves. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's been so long just watching Mick doing their things. And um, yeah, um, it feels good to, to get two good waves and just be selected. Uh, the waves are really fun out there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my two waves, and yeah, I think tomorrow should be a good day too. Is that an adjustment to your strategy? I know you love to ride a lot of waves. We personally love watching you ride a lot of waves, but this younger generation, they're starting to get your number a bit more often. Griffin, Ethan, guys like that. Is that something you're paying attention to? Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I haven't got many opportunities. Uh, the, the, the hits I, I, I lost, I uh, just want to get good waves, you know, and just throw that my surfing and, yeah, let it be. Uh, but, yeah, of course, this new generation are, are doing really good. Uh, we, of course, we're always watching each other. Uh, it's good to see they're growing and pushing the, the level of surfing. And, uh, yeah, but it uh, feels good to, I don't know, finally surf. <laughs> feels like it, you know. Uh, yeah, hopefully tomorrow we have nice waves. Yeah, the forecast is certainly looking good. Tell me, when you wait that long for your first wave and perform like that, does it feel even sweeter? Yeah, it feels good. Uh, when you wait that long and then you get a good wave, it feels amazing. It gives you uh, confidence uh, just to keep going. And and then you find yourself in a good ribbon, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought uh, when I was waiting. And everything worked out, so yeah, that was a good hit. <laughs> I tell you what, he was he came here on a mission to WA and he mm. achieved it. Yeah, and funnily enough, I didn't put two and two together here, but uh, someone mentioned it to me. His last individual event win was actually right next to Ireland. Oh, so twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. He obviously won the world title yeah, that year, so that that's obviously he, he won that event. He yeah, won yeah. two two massive heats at that event, but a single event win. Because I kind of had in my mind, oh, WA and Gabby don't really go, but. No, they, they seem to work fine. Well, I, I think it's lucky it wasn't at the box. Yeah. <laughs> Any goofy footer over there is pretty gnarly, but there's a couple of guys that master it, but it's definitely a, a, a natural footer's mm. wave. So. Definitely. Oh, let's get into some letdowns. It's such a tricky question. I, I stood there with Jesse Miley Dyer on the... There was three days it was firing, and it was the very first day, and I just said to her, hey, look, you know, we keen to mention it and she was super keen to get into the details which I, I got to commend them on that because in in the past I think they've been a little bit cagey to even talk about it and so I was kind of stoked she just got on the front foot and said hey we've got a ton of heats we need to get through and we don't have hours to burn going back and forth setting up and losing time they do they lose a lot of time they lose so much time so in that sense I was stoked that to hear that from her because yeah, honesty is the best policy, right? It, people can see it in the background. Your kids on Instagram yeah, are blowing yeah. it up. Like, it, there's no hiding from it. And so in that sense, I thought that was a, a good play. The, the hard thing is getting to the third day of it being pretty cooking. 
at some point that they are going to have to burn a few hours to get, I think, some heats out there. Because when you've got Katie Simmers, Sierra Kerr, and Molly Picklum, and the reason why I'm listing the women's names is because it's always seemed to be the talking point around the area. It's like, oh, well, can we do both? The answer is absolutely yes. We've seen Malia out there, Betty Lou. Oh, the girls have to do it. They, they have the skill set. There's yeah. no, there's no if buts or maybe anymore. It's just, it's, it's game on. Um, and I'm probably missing some names there as well. But I just think they need to work out a way how to run both at the same time. Oh, well, that would, that because would be, main yeah. break is always firing when yeah. box is firing. So that's that's the the, the heavy scenario that they look at. They go, mm. well, Margaret, you know, main break six to eight foot, perfect offshore, and then you know you walk across the channel and and box is firing, but. Mm. Um, it's just such a waste, like, because the whole day, you, you lose, you can only run in the morning there with the, with the wind, when the wind's offshore at the box. As soon as it goes onshore, it's a write-off, 100%. Main break, you can run all day, onshore, offshore, whatever. But I don't see why you need a couple extra cameras, maybe split the panel up, three and three, they've done it before, um, and run men's heats and, you know, and then you can run them, like, from the women's quarters or semis to the box because... You know the women can step up and do it. Like it's it's scary for sure, mm. but they still they surf pipe, they surf chopes. It's mm. just one of those waves. You got to, you know, get out there and do it. <clears throat> There's some footage of Sierra and Katie that I'm sure will surface in the next month or weeks or whenever that is going to absolutely blow people's minds. Yeah, for sure. It is next level how hard they're charging out there and and getting real good support. I must say, like obviously Kersey and then uh, Kale was out there, Creed was out there. Uh, Ollie Henry, just honest pack of the local boys, all being super encouraging yeah. and giving them their space and time, and and it was sick to see. Yeah. Like you know, it was um, it just goes to show like they've the skill set, they've got the talent. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. So yeah, looking looking forward to seeing heats out there. I think in the future, I think I think, I think it has to be the next chance they get. They I think they will. I think, I think they'll work out a way how to do both. Mm. To be honest, because you, I mean. They're honest about like they've got a lot. It's always hard to run these events in the window, mm. no matter how many heats they've got. Mm. We've seen it all year, and the forecast for this, for this event was incredible, and they still struggled. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. The front came through. They lost yeah. four or five days because of the storm, and yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know. So, but in saying that, they could have run today and probably tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and finished later on the first day. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway. There's so many, so many different options, but. Yeah, I think the, uh, all in all, a good a good week had by all, and anyone that lost could go and rinse their sorrows off over the channel and get yeah. spat out of a few cannons. So, uh, yeah, good on good on anyone who got the chance to go and surf it. But um, some other letdowns for me we obviously Robbo not being able to surf. Like I said, he's plastered all over the town, and uh, it would have been awesome to see him like defend his championship here. Like I think just even hearing your name, you know, defending champ, it, it'd make you ten foot taller. I reckon so. Yeah, a bit of a bummer there not to see Jack. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like he was online watching all the boys and really supporting, you know, Griffin and, and uh, Ethan and, and the, you know, the, his mates. Mm. So it was good to see that he was, you know, just didn't switch it off and just said, oh, like, you know, I'm mm. concentrating on getting better. He was actually still into it and watching it. Yeah. So probably watching the ratings. He only dropped one spot. That's incredible. So Yeah, I bumped into Griffin today and he... Looked at me and goes, "You seen the ratings? <laughs> They're all watching it." <laughs> As you do, oh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Speaking of those, that front that came through in the three or four days that we we were laid up, a um, lot of people traveling with trainers these days. Not just surf coaches. The 
physical trainers and, and all the rest of it, sports psychs, there's a lot of support for the surfers. Um, what are you doing to keep your head in the game on those late days? Yeah, I mean... Bit, it, bit of it, golf? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I mean, I had to go to work, mate. But um, the, the surfers, like, they, they do. They don't just sit around and watch movies or, mm. you know, they actually get out and train. You know, ice baths, keep busy mm. is the trick. And, and there's plenty of places to surf, like, when those storms come through in this area as well. So they're trying to get the, the old surf, but, like, work hard still. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Back in my day, we were just like, you know, get on the piss. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a couple of days off. We'd just yeah. go like, you know, have a little bit of bender. Yeah. No, no, it's not going to be on for four days. Yeah. But um, yeah, not these days. These guys are, take it very, very serious. Yeah, leave that up to the commentators. Um, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it, 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 the level of professionalism is, uh, you know, you can, you can tell that um, the people as well, they go through different, I think, phases, like in that, intensity i think like tyler at the moment is 10 out of 10 in, in intense in their own way she's she's traveling with a big support network and it's, it's working wonders for her she's in a great place and then you look at um the crew like i don't know italo he does travel with a big crew but it's a lighter crew this this time around he seems to be in a really good mood he's um he's always in a good mood to be honest oh, i reckon he was grumpy the year after he won his world title oh yeah kind of got his adriano head on a bit which was just pure like unless you are helping me win a world title i'm not giving you anything yeah i guess you maybe you're right because the year he won his world title i, I just reckon he he was the guy having the best fun mm. i was watching him at pipe the year he won his world title he's doing he's doing skin boarding into the into the rocks at at off the wall doing backflips into the water and stuff like and he's got a heat the next day kind of stuff but like he's just down there laughing having a good time he's not like taking it trying not to take it too seriously i guess and it worked really well for him but i can understand that he's he's achieved his goal and he's going okay i need to really lock it all down again to make it happen again but you know i i always think that he's normally um trying to have uh, a lot of fun on tour but mm. when things aren't going the right way like they're not this year i mean he's coming geez he's he's way down the range he's 16th yeah that's, you know I mean? that's he's, sort of unheard of isn't it like for for where he's been the last few years making the um you know the the top five and at second last year and what did he finish the first year at trestles third um, third i think anyway have to look that one up stace but yeah this year i'm, I'm calling his well it's not over, but he's going to have to make... The pool's not a great event for him. And, um, yeah, he hasn't won Chopes. And Jay Bay, he's done... He made the final before. But, I don't know. We'll see. I think we can get onto a bit of uh, questionable commentary. Say what? Giacchianca gave me the best quote <laughs> I think I've ever heard. I it heard this floored the floored me. So we're talking about... <laughs> I'll run a copy of it. You've had some awesome strengths through this year. Have you been able to identify any weaknesses that you'd like to work on? Um, totally. I'm definitely, I'm definitely think that I'm a too emotional up guy. Um, coming to like finals day and uh, just the tour, I'm dealing with stuff. I, I think I can be like more cold and um, less emotional, but. Yeah, I guess it's just how it is for me, and uh, it's hard to contain myself sometimes, but um, I think today I did pretty good. Like, things just went on 
planning get Gabriel's way, and that's all right because like once you go up against those guys, like you expect things to go like either your way, either either his way. So yeah. With the emotions, do you feel like they're putting you in a good place at the same time as maybe a hard place? Like it's sort of you can't have one without the other sometimes. Um, yeah, I feel like if you can, if you can have like you know cold blood, warm heart, you you can really do things well. Like just find the balance. But like once you get too emotional, it you 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 like overwhelm too much or like let things go under your guard sometimes so yeah so yeah, obviously i'm trying to get out of him his it's it's easy to talk about someone when they're ripping and i can't obviously hit him with well what are you going to work on you know you you're always trying to get better everyone is and he mentioned obviously you heard they're talking about his emotions and to me in my mind well, firstly, I've got to keep those to two questions. I can't talk all day. Yeah, yeah. But when he gave me that first answer, I was like, oh, wish I had more time with this guy. You yeah. know, he's an interesting, interesting young man and, and very, you know, wears his heart on his sleeve. And I kind of was, didn't quite get it out the way I wanted to. But to me, you kind of take the good with the bad at that age. You can't, you know, have one without the other. And he just summed it up perfectly. Cold blood, warm heart. And I was like... That's the best thing I've ever heard. Cold blood, warm heart. That is just like, it's that can be a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty deep, oh, huh? Oh, so deep, so deep. And I just thought, wow, that's just perfect. Because to me, like with these youngsters, um, you, you got to encourage it. You can't, you know, if... if it's, it's what Gabby did when he came on tour. He had cold... He, could have even had a, a cold heart too. Cold heart, He for was sure. a brutal, and he just yeah. said he's not yeah. here to make friends. Nah. He would made no yeah. shame about it. And look yeah. what he did. He came mm. and just tore pieces off people. Mm. Tore people, and I guess that's what Joel's done, learnt yeah. from that and just going, look, we're yeah. all friends on the beach. We mm. all hang out. But once we paddle out, that blood yeah. goes cold. How good was that heat with him and Gabe? Yeah. They're just all over each other. You know, yeah. they're so lucky they didn't get a wave on the head. Yeah. They were sitting so far in yeah. and just like no, yeah, no interest in trying to get The battle up. is real in the storm. Mm, for sure. And they're as all well. this buddy-buddy like, oh, yeah. we've all won our titles now. We're cruising. Like, well, no. You've got to think about the, the fighting for the spots for the Olympics as well. Mm. So the top two yep. Brazilians, top two Australians, top two Americans, yep. all fighting for... Um, spots on the tour. Yeah, so we've I mean, seen top in the in the Olympics. In the Olympics, sorry. and the the venue is going to be obviously uh, in Tahiti. It, it, it's going to be amazing. So, um, it's uh, cool to see some of the women have already provisionally qualified. So I believe Joanne for France, Tatiana for Brazil, uh, Brisa Hennessy for Costa Rica, and Teresa Bonvalo for Portugal. Yeah, um, four of them. So that's four of them so far, and there's still, I believe, four more spots to go. So we'll uh, we'll see how the rest of that plays out. I think we'll probably know more from the bigger countries, probably, uh, yeah, by roundabout J Bay, Tahiti, that kind of that kind of realm. Um, you need two from Australia and two from America. We'll come off the tour. So, so it, what, yeah, that won't happen until after Trestles, right? Because the top five? Or oh, it depends, I guess, who makes it. If there's like one from another country that's outside it. But if it's, yeah, if it's three Americans or three Aussies, then yeah, we would need to see Trestles, right? Yeah, right. Which is, that probably would happen, actually. So imagine that, like oh. three, 
you know, well, for for instance, Brazilians like Joao Felipe yep. and Gabby all make top five. Yeah. And then it's going to come down mm. to a heat somewhere along the line. Yep. This whoever makes it through this heat will yep. qualify for the Olympics. Yeah, it's crazy. There was an article on the site a couple of weeks ago titled. Brazil has a talent problem and it spoke about this and it is crazy like it's uh, actually didn't say Brazil has a talent problem it was a bit um, it was a bit attention grabbing it was Brazil has a problem and it's the problem is too much talent wow that's and it's crazy like this is where the Olympic formula they have allowed up one more spot if you win uh, ISA uh, games your it allows your country one more allotment and that's essentially how Kelly will try to get in because the team can pick that third spot. It doesn't go off the ratings. Right. So Kelly, and There's this is speculation yeah, yeah. with Kelly's wild card. I believe they would want, you know, some sort of handshake agreement that Kelly's going to give his all for the back half of this season in an effort to try and get him a, a spot in the Olympics. I which, can't wait to see him at the ISA. <laughs> yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, he doesn't even have to win it. An American just needs to win it. Yeah, yeah. I and know. Sort but, of like, but if he wins it, he'll qualify anyway, though. If right? he wins it, he would obviously, yeah, he'd definitely qualify. Do um, we know where it is this year? Uh, the ISAs, I think last year they were in El Salvador. Yeah. And they like to keep him pretty, Fernando likes to yeah, keep him in, in that the, part of the world. Yeah. So, yeah, South I, um, America. I could uh, I could find out. But to be honest, Snake, uh, the ISA World Games, not something I follow too closely. You will be now, mate, because it's, it's going to be... Pretty, like, or at least the last day to find mm. out who's making the Olympics. For sure. The Pan Am American Games are on right now. A couple of... Um, oh, because that, that can qualify through that as well. Yeah, that's sort of like the regional qualifier, I guess, to then the, the big one. And um, some of the teams, like, um, been texting Al Cleland Jr., and he's part of the Mexico team, and he's like, the talent and the, the waves are firing. He said the event's sick, but they're hard. Four-person heats the whole way to the final. Like yeah. It's a completely different brutal. beast. Yeah. So yeah, it is, uh, it is pretty brutal. Let's get into some blind mice calls. Pretty good job from the Ivory Tower this week, but I was kind of baffled on how high the final started. Yeah. I watched those first two waves and thought, oh, that was good surfing. And when the scores came in really good and excellent, um, I really think they got bitten in the ass there with those next two waves that got ridden. Yeah, had nowhere to go really with yeah. the scale. Like um, I was calling like a, a six five for Griff, maybe a six zero for for Gabby's opening exchange to an eight one for Griff and a seven one for Gabby. Just went whoa, where would that come from? Mm. We've been here all day, yeah. like, and that was kind of like even weird. And they usually go half a point the other way in the final to yeah. start a final. I guess that it, it was good, but Gabby's nine five must have been a twelve mm. from compared to Griff's 8-1, but mm. I don't know, I think the result, I mean, obviously the result was right because mm. that's what might happen, but um, there was a couple of But talk to us about ones. athlete psyche there when you hear, oh, you need a 9-2-7, and there's no way of communicating with your team on the beach, yeah. hey, that's a low 9-2-7, yeah, which yeah. is a the full, scale, the, it's a full thing. All year the scale's been really, really low, mm. and then all of a sudden the, for the final goes really high. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you probably need an eight and you're yeah. probably going to get a nine. Yeah. So, but that's baffling. Yeah. Like, why? It's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, kind it's of like hard. throws them out of whack yep. kind of thing of thinking what they need to, what, yep. what they need to do. Yep. But um, there was a couple of eye openers for sure in this, mm. this event though. Yeah. You could go to the Atello's airs. For sure. Um, right and left. He, the one he did on his, on his backhand should have been a 10 because... I don't think we'll see another air like that ever. The next wave, he, he does two backhand rares, gets an 8.5. So there's 0.5 difference. 
between the score they gave him for the air mm. and the, the two backhand Rios that everyone on tour everyone can do. Everyone on tour can do that. Yeah. And then he does this air that goes as fast as he can, hits it as late as he can and does a full spin in craziest landing ever and gets a... a like, I was just going 10 points. Yeah. Like, who, who else can do that? Yeah. Maybe Gabby, but one in, one in 50 maybe? Yeah. Like, and the other crazy thing, which has no scoring bearing to anything because we see it all around the world but he had one attempt prior to that yeah yeah like he had one look at it and then greased it on the next one <laughs> that is so incredibly talented but he took off and the wave was really quick and he goes okay i'm winding up and he went as fast as he could he just didn't didn't just go oh, i'll just pop one at the end mm. he went as big and as hard as and high as he could yeah. which and is he's known for it though mm. he did it in portugal yep. against philippe and like it then cooked Matty McGilvray in the next heat because yeah, he had the full rotation into the end bowl. Yeah. It was nowhere near as good as Itzlo's, but it was still gnarly. Yeah, he got it seven Six, nine, three. Yeah, yeah. And we're sitting there going, if the Itzlo air didn't happen, <laughs> Matty McGilvray's is an eight. Yeah. <laughs> pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I think it's just funny like that how it happens sometimes because all the judges are doing is essentially comparing. How on earth do you compare that to anything? Yeah, I don't. You're literally I don't, that's picking a score I mean. out of the sky. I don't like, get it. It starts at it's, it could be anywhere from eight five to ten. Yeah, I, I, I thought it literally we we're going to get three tens and two nine eights. Yeah, I thought like yeah. it was going to be like out, off the scale kind mm. of thing, but there was a nine, an eight eight. I think like mm. like what, what do they want? There's, well, gee, there's not encouraging to do that stuff. Totally. Yeah, which I thought we were going to see some more airs in those like fluffy afternoons. Yeah, it was a bit too big and stormy, I think. It was like too... If it had been a bit smaller, we mm. would have for sure. But yeah. um, we saw Atello do a crazy air on the left for a 6.8. Yeah. <laughs> I just went... When I saw it live, I went, oh, I'm not convinced because it was kind of like so out and on the face when he landed. But Long jump, having yeah. Having a look at the, from the photo from the beach, he was so high and covered so much ground that... Geez, I wasn't surprised. That could have been an eight five as well. Olympic long jump air. He covered <laughs> so much distance into the wind on the left. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's so crazy. I could see you looking at the uh, shaper rankings there. How classic. Darren Hanley's got the least amount of horses in the race, but uh, he's well and truly on top uh, with a uh, really strong showing from uh, Bronte McCauley at this event on the uh, on the Hanleys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 so exciting that they're doing this. I reckon, like mm. the you know the the pit crew. Yeah. Basically, it's yep. like this F1 pit crew, mm. and DH is um, winning by eight thousand points. I don't know how how it works. Is it? Do they? It's like a it's a combination of your total number of surfers in the event, and I think it has to be divided by the amount of heats that they make. Or yeah, yeah. because of the year. I mean, like Pizel has like one. Is it just John and and Tyler? Yeah, but Darren's only got Ethan on the men's and Connor. Connor sometimes. Connor's seems to be Mixes a bit. pretty flirty. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But um, no, it's a, it's a cool thing. I've always wanted to do a, uh, I do it with you guys, a, uh, a coach's ranking. <laughs> this would be pretty cool. I reckon Leandro Dora would clean up. Yeah, he's, for he's, sure. He's, he's underground. Got, he has yeah. like pretty good, well, now he's got an obviously good team, but a few years ago he had some underground guys that didn't have the biggest names and yeah, there's definitely some sick little um, crews. And then you also, too, it would be, a, I think, a good way to profile, like, oh, who's on whose team? Because uh, there's some people that coach with certain people that I don't think look like a good fit, yet 
their results and the way they are around events just are completely opposite. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, the more the merrier. And the, the one thing that the only complaint, and it's a selfish one, about overlapping heats is that there's so much action that as you know, my job on the sideline, I don't get to come and talk to you guys because there's a lot of surfing going down. But it is so good getting the insights from the stairs because, as you know, the coaches and the shapers, um, pretty rough around the edges. <laughs> Definitely. Some, you had some great, great... Get fired up too. Fired up, yeah. No, it's, it's, um, it's good to see some. Darren, does he have any room left in that trophy cabinet? <laughs> yeah, I know, he's got a lot, huh? Yeah, I think he's the most winning shaper world title there is, isn't he? Yeah, he'd have you to think be close, Kelly, right? I mean, Al Merrick might have a... Yeah. Because of Kelly, won probably, well, all 11 probably all on, 11, on, I think, on yeah. Merrick's. Yeah, and Darren has... Eight with Steph. Eight with Steph. And Mick... Three. Three. Yeah, three with Mick. Should have been four. Paco was he DH or was I he? I think he was JS by the time he won his title. Mm. He definitely would have had a couple of runners up. Um, but I think the um, the crazy thing with Darren is like you look at his records at individual events like Bells. I think he's won fifteen Bells. <laughs> Sick. Like if you're a kid on tour and you're not sure about your boards, you've got probably two choices. Yeah. Like. The, the curves and everything they've been working on, like there's so much like heritage in that. Yeah, it knows what works where, which yeah. I think um, yeah. I think a lot of the Sharpie guys, on new guys on tour, I know if Seth and um, all were riding way too rocket boards for Marg's rights for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that's all like just, you know, haven't been to Marg's enough or mm. new new boards, for yeah. instance. Seth Didn't was know on, you know, just changed to Sharpie and... Yeah. Didn't know the curves and thought that'd work, but... Mm. Mm. But it's hard, you know, you come over here and you there's every chance you need that board for the box. Yeah, yeah, and you've got to bring both, and, for sure. You need, and then you need copies of both, but then you have this, we saw it a lot, crew breaking boards or hitting a fin mm. and running out on a completely different piece of equipment, which always, always blow my mind. Like, I think having copies of your best go-to boards is um it's essential always it's not that easy normally though it's pretty hard to get a couple of magic boards but i don't know i don't know i don't know if anyone wrote a short board this in that whole event like it was always a little bit mm. of a step up kind yep. of thing i think joao was the, the the guy that rode the shortest board he looked like he was dead set just running down on his everyday 6-0 yeah he was on that final day yeah. it was like the 10 foot yeah but that's he does that everywhere and mm. like sunsets eight ten foot and he's running six two yeah it's like yeah I'm a good paddler yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly on a five five seven oh. dude Ooh, Kelly shit. was on a five seven and he I don't know if he scores by FCS anymore but he had one set of futures in his board and another set of yeah. FCS and just like nothing looked like he's it got was his together. own fin company mate I know but I wonder what template he's making him in I think he's making him in the futures box yeah I don't know. Mm. Hope we're not getting him in trouble there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, always a funny one standing on the stairs. You get to see exactly what people are running down with and, and getting back to the point earlier about shopping around. I think Callum Robson's doing that at the moment. And Yeah, he had JS's, uh, DHD's. Yep. Yeah. Some Channel Islands at the start of the year. Like, Yeah, just seeing what works. I think it's great. If you've got the time, now you know you've made the cut, you've got another sort of eight months or so to keep refining and keep looking for what that, 
magic raft is. Do what Chris Moore does at every event, like hire a specialist coach for everything, mm. get the, the specialist shaper for everything. I mean, yeah. I used to do that on tour, kind of when I went to America, get a, mm. you know, the America or two or yeah. Sharp Eye or whatever. And then, you know, when you go to other places. Yeah. Mick used to do that heaps. Yeah. Yeah. Heaps of different boards. Just trying to find something magic. Mm. Peter Daniels in South Africa. You know, everywhere. Anyway. Snake. Thanks so much. Is for that it? Us. We're cut. We're done. Mate, how long have we been going? We're yapping on for 45 minutes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good potty. Seems like short. We had lots to talk about. Lots of fun. It was a great week. Such a good week. West is best, Stace. i got another couple of days here and I'm so frothing. <laughs> Weather's got to good again. to stay. Mikey Wright's in town. Drag Carl Walsh out of bed. <laughs> That's I think mission. we're going to get a few fun days. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty, pretty psyched. So... Yeah, really, really looking forward to it. And, um, mate, thanks for the tips on the golf swing. I'll um, be sure to keep working on my tour slice. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, one last thing, actually. Never been here, not for an event. And I have to change that. Where's one spot you've been to that you would always go back to? I guess Hawaii is probably an easy one for you. Well, I did it for my 50th. Yeah. Like it, because it's yeah. just such, so fun. Yeah. Lele's at dinner. Yeah. You know, everyone knows you. It's yeah. like, know where to surf, when to surf. You yeah. know, it's all, it's just one of those things. It's I tropical, think, board shorts. It's just. I've got to come back you? here when an event's not on. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're here now and the event's not on. I know. You know and you it, it feels great. Week. Yeah. It feels it's, amazing. It's pretty yeah. brutal when the event's on. Like mm. those early mornings, like, it's getting up at five. It's forty minute drive from yeah. me to get to Margaret's. It's, yeah. and you know five o'clock. Is... I needed that three day front. Yeah, three, <laughs> you, you were three days up. of five till five. Yeah, had yeah. me so buckled. Yeah, um, but f- buckled in a fun way. Like it was so like you know you get to the end of those days and you're just thinking like whoa we did there was a lot of heats today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't hit one rue on the way down, which was pretty lucky. Oh, we nearly did that one. We, we did three one hundred yeah. meters. Yeah, but. Yeah. Survived. Yep. But Goldie next week, so. Yeah, we'll catch up with you before then. Bank is looking incredible. Forecast is looking mm. how you're going, but we can wait a few more days and we'll, uh, we'll really get into it. Some homework for you. We've got to pick our top 10 and top five. The start of the year. Men and women for the start of the year. Oh, that's impossible. It's impossible. Well, we'll give it a go. On your it's snake, been a pleasure. On your snake, man. Phew.